Hey everybody, welcome to Climb the Ladder for our 19th episode presented by Washed Up Network. I'm your co-host Hunter and my equally good-looking twin brother Duncan is sitting right here next to me. Thank you to everybody who's been tuning in each week and as always we are brought to you by Manscaped. Enter promo code WASHED for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and let's climb the ladder. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Climb the Ladder. We are very excited to have you here as we are deep into the championship series and really approaching the World Series quickly. So we are going to give you all of our takes and updates on that. We're going to jump into a brand new segment, and then we're going to bring back one of your favorite and ours, and we'll let you know what that is at the end. So, Hunter, first off, we've got the Braves and the Dodgers. Well, yes, we have four teams left. Um, jump into the Braves and Dodgers really quick. Um, after Monday night, they're up 1-0 on the series. Um, and they're looking to go 2-0 and after tonight. I know. And I checked the score uh, right before we started recording and in – the bottom of the fifth, they were up six to zero. So they're currently Dang. shutting out the Dodgers in game two. Yeah. And just to remind the people, this series um, is best of seven. So, so we've um, got a little bit more ways to go. Yeah. I mean, but two and is a good start, especially against a team like the Dodgers caliber. Well, yeah. I mean, just two weeks ago, we were talking about how good the Dodgers are and how really we thought they were going to kind of be a shoe in for yeah really the NL and maybe just to take the whole thing but now we're looking kind of at a different side of it yeah so Braves are looking good um yeah I can't believe that we're already down to four teams I know four teams went fast because I mean when the wild card round was happening last week we were like man there's eight games today now there's not even eight teams. No, I know. We were just talking about how we were right in the middle of it. And we couldn't believe how they were just playing all day, like first game at 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, and from like 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. There was a game every yeah, hour. Yeah, just playing all day. And now we're down to two games per evening. The, it's kind of like March Madness when, you know, you set your bracket, you get the schedule. Like there's always the one or two games that still have to get set for that mm-hmm. final for that final team to make the big dance, like the one or two 16 seeds that like Boise state was right. on a play in a couple of years ago. Um, but then you're like, there's 64 teams in right now. I'm, I get to watch 32 games and then all of a sudden it's the elite eight. And you're like, where did March go? Yeah. I can't believe just how fast it's gone. And I mean, on that same note, that's like college football. When college football starts, other than this season, like you always have a game like Thursday night. You probably have a game all the way through Saturday just with dozens and dozens. Yeah, of you games. might even have a D3 on Wednesday night. Yeah, and then you get to bowl season and it's like bowl frenzy, bowl frenzy. And then right after the New Year six, nothing. Nothing. So it's it's really kind of that same feeling. But 
it's working so far. The uh, Texas and Southern California bubble are going well. Going um, well. I haven't heard of any more positive tests. And as far as I know, they're still only letting family members into the game, which I think is probably a big boost for those guys that are, you know, working hard and dedicated to the short season. But yeah, after making a run, I'd say definitely a fast and furious kind of long feeling short season Mm -hmm. it's probably nice to have their families there um but speaking of fans for the first time in the 2020 mlb short season they will allow fans in texas so there will be 11,500 tickets sold and they'll have just over ten and a half thousand just spread throughout the stadium. So what they usually hold 30,000 fans and then 950 fans in suites. Okay. So I guess fans will go side by side with cardboard cutouts. Yeah. That should be fun. You know, you might walk around the stadium and see one of your buddies that submitted a cutout. So that could be kind of interesting. Yeah. I think it's cool that there's going to be fans. I hope that it goes well and that they're able to finish strong because that would just be the worst outcome is we don't have fans in this whole 2020 season. You bring them in and then something goes haywire. But I was also thinking to that point, even though the 2020 season has been pretty weird and the whole short season and the schedule was off, I feel like now that we're into playoff baseball, I kind of forgot that we had a 60 game season. Like it feels, it just feels like we're in October baseball. Just October playoffs, like, MLB postseason yeah. is just normal. Because really, if you think about it, we fast-forwarded through the majority of the regular season, and now we've just caught up to the playoffs, like yeah. where postseason baseball would normally be. So I'm excited, and it's it's actually a good feeling to have postseason baseball in October that feels somewhat normal. In October, in the midst of football season – Usually it's like, mm, you know, not really paying attention as much until the World Series. Yeah. It just feels the world feels normal for the first time in 2020. Definitely. Other than New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. Which actually was on a Wednesday. So that might be why 2020 was yeah, off to a weird start. Probably actually. Uh good news. Looking forward to the start of 2021. It's on a Friday. Yeah. Right? All, so that's well, cool. This was supposed to be the year where all the holidays were on like the Friday, Saturday time. Oh, yeah. And then like 4th of July, Christmas. Yeah, but then everyone was quarantined. And so it was like half the holidays didn't even matter what True. day it was on because everyone was home anyway. That was cool for Valentine's Day with a three-day weekend. Yeah, that's Friday, true. Saturday, Sunday. Good way to celebrate. But, but we've still got a couple more holidays here coming up. Halloween. And it feels normal. Halloween's coming up on a it's Friday on a, night. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be a good start to an actual Halloween weekend. You don't have to do the weird, like, do we celebrate the weekend before or do I have to come up yeah, with Yeah, because I think costumes? it was on Wednesday last year. So right. classic Wednesday Halloween. So anyways, holidays. on the note of baseball, it's feeling normal. It's kind of like a holiday in itself because it's postseason baseball in October and we're just games away from seeing who's going to play in our 2020 Asterix World Series. And speaking of Asterix, the Astros mm-hmm. are down 2-0 to the Rays in this series so far. Yeah, so they play tonight and tomorrow at 8.40 Eastern. So we're going to be watching that closely because if the Rays are able to pull it out tonight, which is Tuesday night, and then everybody listening on Wednesday night, if the Rays 
win both of these games. They've got a four-game sweep, and they're headed to the series for the first half of your prediction to come true. So, yeah, as of right now on both of these series notes that we've made, Braves raise is alive. And I have to say, two weeks ago when I said it, I said it very confidently, but it was not actually. I was just picked a couple teams and ran with it. Right. They, to my surprise, it's looking good because honestly, I thought that the Dodgers would be just an express ticket mm-hmm. and I thought that the Yankees would go. So I'm True. really pumped about this. Um, definitely, we talked about a parlay last weekend. Definitely going to put a parlay on this one. Yeah, so we've been looking into that parlay thing a little bit more. So we're definitely going to dabble and maybe update you in a couple weeks here. We do need your guys' help, though. We like, do. What do you want? At least we'll make it happen. Hunter might need your help more <laughs> than I do. But I'll Man also, of the people. I might actually owe him something here pretty soon if that does come true. Because if you remember from episode 17, I had picked dodgers a's oh and the a's surprised me honestly i thought that they were going to execute and really rise to the occasion and just their lack of postseason appearances in the last few years really did them dirty yeah that's like when duke goes out early and you're like not part of the plan bracket busted (laughs) bracket busted i'm I'm not as confident in the Dodgers anymore either. So <laughs> really, I think Hunter might have nailed it on his really Didn't whimsical. We Didn't we just did like a verbal bet? I don't remember. What <laughs> it was. So. I think we shook on something. <laughs> if anybody listens to the last couple weeks episodes uh, after this one or right before this one to catch up. Let us know what we bet on because I remember shaking on something. I don't think we shook. I might have like <laughs> shook my head, but that's probably all I shook. Gotcha. Well, just let the people tell us what they think that I should win. Yeah, I mean, I know you threw that out not because of your sports knowledge, more because oh, of your uh, guesstimates right. as you did throughout high school and college. Correct. Yeah. Whatever. You might win it fair and square. So I guess <laughs> that's that. Well, after covering – Postseason baseball, I mean, it's pretty fast and furious with four teams left. Let's get into some segments. Yeah, so segments are always our favorite. Um, Mike Hunter was just saying, we don't really have as much baseball to cover these days because there's not a lot of transactions happening. The games are pretty straightforward. So we're going to keep coming at you with everything that we've got. But I'm excited for a brand new segment. It's called Fantasy Feats and Failures. Yeah, so what's that look like for us? All right, so the basic idea behind Fantasy Feats and Failures is for Hunter and I to share basically a high and a low of um, something that we experienced in our fantasy football teams this week. So we kind of started this before um, in a different way when we were talking about fantasy baseball and how Hunter had no idea and he never checked his team. That was probably episode like 12 or so. Yeah, and, and speaking of 12, I was in 12th place. I started paying attention. I got up to 10th, and then fin- I think I finished Finished at 10th? Oh, I think I finished. No, I didn't hold on to it. No, because football started. <laughs> yeah, true. I started <laughs> very well, actually. I was like third in the league for the first two weeks, I think. And for anybody who hasn't played fantasy baseball, I only ever had one time. So we were really trying to figure it out. Finally figured it out. So I was actually doing better before I knew what was going on because I was in like third or fourth. 
and you have to win. You split between the other team seven different categories for points. Gotcha. And so I started going downhill in the back half of the short season. I think I finished seventh or eighth in the league. Um, so it was a good Dang. learning experience. Maybe next year I'll come back and beat some of the washed up people a little bit more. But you guys are probably thinking, wow, Hunter, 12th place in fantasy baseball. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Currently in the Washed Up Network Fantasy Football League, I am the only undefeated team at 5-0. and After week five, I knocked off Jacob Cox, the host of Real Talk. We were tied for first with an undefeated 4-0 record. We happened to play head-to-head for week five, and I destroyed him to hold first place by myself. Let's go undefeated. So on that note, and on the note of an asterisk, Hunter and I also made another bet this week, which I think was another verbal non-cheek <laughs> But Hunter said, I'm 5-0. and Look at me. I beat Jacob this week. I'm doing so good in fantasy, and I don't even have a bench. And when he said that, I said, Hunter, bye weeks start in week six. Not the COVID bye weeks, but the actual bye weeks start in week six. I said, you're going to be lucky if you win one out of your next five games, because for anybody who remotely knows fantasy football, you have to have depth or really that record doesn't mean anything. So I think we said, if you win eight if out I of go, 10 games, so you have to win three of the next five. So if I go eight and two after week 10, Duncan gives me 20 bucks. If I go five right. and five, I have to give Duncan 20 bucks. And I'm three and two in this league. And so I'm <laughs> no very chance. confident that I'm I'm going to leapfrog Hunter here in no very, way. very short amount I have of time. such a stack. Nobody cares about other people's fantasy teams. Right. We'll say that just so everybody knows. Like, we're not bragging about fantasy because we just think you care. But just two highlights. It's just fun to be competitive with Hunter because I win more fantasy leagues than I have does. Chris Carson and Alvin Kamara. That sounds destroyed. like two injuries to me. <laughs> no way. No chance. Okay. <laughs> Anybody? This is, episode, this is episode 19. So by episode 30, we will know the result. Or no, by episode 25, yeah. we'll know the result of, I was thinking Big 10 more. Guy. <laughs> I'm thinking 10 total. Hey, I'm an accountant by day, not by night. So anybody who's ever relied on a running back in a fantasy football team knows that the second they heat up, they just blow it. That's why snow. I didn't draft top five because Christian McCaffrey's already hurt. And who else sucks? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying take you're not- your fantasy advice from me. I've never done. Oh, also in my other. So talking about a couple other feats, I don't really have many failures over in this <laughs> camp, but in another one, I'm in fourth place with two losses, and the other one I'm tied for second with one loss. Nice. So I went so, three for three across my fantasy leagues this week. You're looking up. Um, one thing <laughs> I would like to ask, just so it's on the record, when was the last time you won a fantasy football league? Uh, probably eight years ago. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> for any Cowboys fans out there, Hunter, <laughs> Hunter's in your category. So you know if you're a Cowboys, uh, a Cowboys fan that – the last time you won was a long time ago. One like won it big. And so if you want, you can listen to somebody 
give you fantasy advice from someone who actually was a league champion last year. Yeah, you so, were. I got third last year, but you. I usually run three leagues, um, sometimes four, but three is usually kind of my sweet spot. So last year, I, yes, won a fantasy football league. So yes. while I may be 0 and 4 in that league um, right now, actually, after this episode, I'll be 1 and 4. I got my first win this week in that one. Um, I will be making a comeback in that Yahoo league. I am sitting at three and two and washed up. And besides the butt kicking that I received from our younger sister this week, I'm also doing well in that league. <laughs> no. Way. So if you need some advice, I'm usually on it with like the player transactions. I I'm the guy who looks at like defenses and kickers because people think, Oh, I'll just draft it and let it ride. But really if you, Usually the number one kicker is sitting out there as a free agent. People just don't think about it. Could be the difference in a close game. I got 19 points with Ravens defense last week. So I also did it on another team. (laughs) I think it was 25 though. So good stats there. But fantasy feats and failures is something we'll be bringing at you almost every week. Um, Other than my own four start, uh, no failures here. And I'm, going to start rolling past hunter in that league where he's going to go five and five after week 10 you guys will have to stay tuned throw us your predictions on that but i'm pretty confident (laughs) in my guys uh they're healthy i'm a good coach so with that let's get back into everybody's favorite segment from the beginning quick Quick kbo So we love Quick KBO. We started that on the very first episode. So if you're just joining us, go back and listen. When KBO was our only professional baseball being played. At one time it was. And as of today's recording in the middle of October, the Giants are 66 and 62 so we are four games over 500 and we could not be more excited right where we want them for our boys (laughs) out of low t yeah so they were playing before the mariners during the mariners and then after the mariners right and they are our mariners of south korea yeah so we're big big hype fans on the low t giants um the dinos have remained out front the entire season which is huge props to them because they're honestly just they're a wagon they're at 76 wins right now so for anybody who isn't familiar with the kbo structure or anything um they've played a fully normal season this year they actually had a couple of former mlb players who went over to korea um to play for them as well but they only have about uh, – there's 10 teams, and then um, it's structured a little bit different in the postseason. But the Dinos remain out front, and the Wiz, which we have not talked about before, are only two games back from the Dinos. So wow. knocking on heaven's good door climb. right there. Yeah. Um, so Wiz are only down two games, and there's just over two weeks left. They wrap up the day before Halloween, uh, which is very exciting. So I'm excited to follow some postseason KBO. Um, But for now, that's what we've got for Quick KBO. Yeah, and a little shout out for our Boise State football as proud alum. They are coming back for Mountain West Conference play on October 24th. Yeah, we cannot be more excited to see the boys in blue on the blue. And anybody who's remotely a fan of Boise State, if you live in the Valley, Big uh, special offer from Boise State University. You can submit a cutout of yourself. So we talked about all the different cutouts for the MLB teams. We saw the Mariners had 
15,500 cutouts, which wow. if anybody knows that's more fans than they have on a typical weeknight. Anyways, Correct. Um, so it really does fill out the stadium. So if you want your chance to see the blue for the first time, submit your $50 cardboard cutout by tonight. If you're listening on Wednesday, must be submitted on the night of October 14th. So don't miss your chance to attend every home game this year at Albertson Stadium. Hunter and I were actually season ticket holders last year. Thanks we to were. the very special alumni, alumni discount. Alumni discount. Also, people always ask me when they find out that I went to Boise State, ask me what it's like to watch a game on the blue. Now you can do it for yourself. And the cool thing that they're doing that uh, none of the MLB teams did is you can opt in to get your cutout at the end of the season. That's so, cool. Uh, that's exciting. Dress up in all your blue and orange. No Denver, no Florida Gators. Mm-mm. The real blue collar, blue and orange. Big blue. Um, go orange. Go big blue. Fight, fight BSU. Let's go. So proud alum here. Uh, get your chance. If you bleed golden yellow or golden black. Uh, yeah, get out. Yeah, I don't really want you Sorry. here, but thanks for listening anyways. Um, but yeah, don't miss your chance to watch all the Boise State games as they kick off on October 24th. Yeah, and we have some exciting news coming up. Yeah, so some interviews uh, that have yet to be recorded but are in the books, and we can't wait for you to hear. Um, we've got a coach coming up. We won't tell you who or of what sport. Uh, we've got some entrepreneurs coming up. Yeah. So we're big time coming up. Yeah. So we're trying to diversify a little bit Um, on that note, not to give too much away, but we did receive our apex koozies in the mail and we love them. We love them. They're so cold. They look cool. Yeah. The, the blood red and the white are so sleek. We're all, we're going to slap those washed up stickers on there and hopefully the weather's a little bit warmer next week so we can show them off. But Get yours right now. Uh, They're still doing that 25% off deal, which is sick. So check out Apex Koozie. Um, And then the final interview that we're excited to preview for you guys is we have a couple washed up hosts that we'll be joined by. Um, So we're really excited for that. Um, Another thing that Wash Up Network is starting to do is every Friday they're releasing Wash Up Radio. Hutch, would you like to fill everybody in on what uh, the new Wash Up Radio is doing and how you were on there uh, just a couple weeks ago? Yeah, Wash Up Radio is pretty cool. It's just a little bit of behind the scenes with Washed Up Network. Um, It's usually hosted by Clayton Panzeri, who is one of the co-founders of Washed Up Network. Um, I have been on a Washed Up Radio twice now. Um, The first, I think, was episode six, maybe. Um, It was with the all three co-hosts of Throw Pillows and Finger Guns, along with Clayton, myself, and Colton from After the Tailgate. Um, So a little bit of a couples episode there. And then I was on two weeks ago, with Clayton to talk about some upcoming postseason baseball at the time. And then also my achievement of riding a hundred miles on my bike in the month of September. So yeah. go check out wash up radio for any updates. Um, Clayton has it going on. Um, it's cool to hear the backstory. Last week's episode was about the background and the history of washed up. So go check it out. Um, same thing as, as us, you can find them on 
Spotify and Apple podcasts and make sure that you subscribe and leave a review for that as well. Yeah. Something new that Clayton actually just announced today that they're doing is every Wednesday night, uh, they're just going to have an ongoing zoom call every Wednesday at the same time. And so all washed up hosts are invited to jump on and kind of make a collaborative washed up radio episode. So I'm excited to hear that and be part of that here as we move into the next couple of weeks. So don't miss your chance to hear your favorite washed up radio hosts um, and podcast hosts, because that'll be a cool opportunity to get a little bit more insight. And then finally, as always, please don't forget to follow and review us on iTunes and Spotify and Spotify actually just released a brand new feature where you can subscribe to episode notifications. So love it. If you're one of our loyal listeners, which we so love and appreciate all of you guys, uh, whether you're in Idaho, the rest of the U S Germany, France, we've had people all over. Um, we appreciate every single download. Every Australia. Yeah. Australia. That was pretty a pretty cool. One too. Um, so whether you're listening every week, whether you're tuning in here and there when you get a chance um, on your run or on the treadmill. Uh, don't forget, turn on those episode notifications. Never miss another episode of Climb the Ladder. Um, catch all of our updates, our videos, our quotes, everything on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CTL Washed Up. And as always, thanks for climbing the ladder with us this week. <laughs>